You're listening to the New Beginnings Chiropractic and Life Coaching Podcast with Dr. John Baker, where we are dedicated to serving corrective care chiropractors, their staff, and mankind with multiple layers of excellent service, knowledge, and love as we continually inspire some of the happiest, most prosperous people in healthcare on our planet. Hello, amazing world savers and world changers. Yeah, I'm talking to all you chiropractic assistants and all you chiropractors. You're making a difference. Whether it's one person or 1,000 or 10,000, keep making a difference. Today's talk, interestingly enough, is called The Millionaire Mindset. The millionaire mindset. As I looked at that, I thought of two things. I thought of Matthew 7, 7. Keep asking, it will be given you. Keep searching and you will find. Keep knocking and the door will open to you. Think about that. That's in the Bible, right? Keep asking. Keep searching. Keep knocking. Whether you have a millionaire mindset or a billionaire mindset or a trillionaire mindset, it, 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 it really is more attitude to get the finance than finance to get the attitude. So today, the millionaire mindset. Think about that just for a moment. I'll share an interesting story with you. It's certainly going to date me, but I love sharing it with you. 1987, I was sitting, second year in practice, just got my practice up and going good. Uh, just got my first associate doctor in, had three CAs. We were just tearing it up, man, and saving the planet, making a difference. And I went to this seminar called Whitehall Management, taught by a gentleman by the name of Greg Stanley. And when we started the seminar, he, 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 and I know you're laughing because you're like, 87, I wasn't even born then. I get it, I get it, I'm old. <laughs> but remember, I'm tried and true. Uh, think about that. So anyways, Greg Stanley says at the beginning of the seminar, everybody take out a fresh blank sheet of paper and a pen. And I'm going to give you an assignment. And I'm going to give you two minutes. And so, you know, I'm chomping at the bit. I'm 27 years old and I'm going to change the world and I'm going to learn how to invest my money. And he says, I'm going to give you a million dollars. And in two minutes or less, I want you to show me what you do with it. Well, gosh, I wrote down, I'd refurbish my clinic. I'd get new tables. I'd advertise like crazy. I'd open up four more clinics. And about 20 seconds into it, I was having the time of my life, and the guy next to me snapped his big pen, just snapped it. And he just looked frustrated. And I, you know, I was about 27, he was probably 57, and I looked at him and I said, You okay, pal? And he says, It's not enough. I, I, a million wouldn't even get me out of the hole. And I remember that moment. I remember saying, I will never, ever dig that deep of a hole unless, of course, I plant some solid foundation in it. See? Solid foundation. And within the next six years, I opened up nine other clinics. And thanks to Greg Stanley uh, and his advice, which I thought was smart, but it was not what I wanted to do. I, I found no interest in bonds, uh, tax-free municipal bonds, and collecting 3 4%. And I went into the stock market and for the next 30-some years averaged uh, in the high teens, low 20s. And then this year, of course, for anybody in the market that's in technology, you're having the last two years been 
probably better than the five years before it, well over a hundred percent return. So anyways, getting away from that, a lot of millionaire mindset comes in the first half of the last word, mind. Think about it. The mind has a powerful way of attracting things that are in harmony with it, good or bad. I want you to think about that just for a second. If you've ever been in a situation and asked yourself, like something you perceive went wrong, and you say, oh my gosh, what else is going to go? And then I'm not even going to say it. And then within 24 hours, something even worse happens. What would have happened if you would have said, huh, that's not like me. I wonder what's going to happen amazing next. See, you might be laughing. Some of you might have already moved to the next podcast. But for those of you that are still with me, think about it. To have a millionaire mindset occurs long before you have your first million. And it's not developed after you have your first million. It's developed and then you get your first million. And I'll tell you, most of us that have acquired some wealth in our life will tell you, first million took the longest. Second one, meh, you know, it, it took a while. Then wherever your numbers are, I can tell you the, the, the next or the last 10 went quicker than you even thought. And it's all amount mindset. And I get it. You might be going, what do you mean? Well, I'll tell you. Remember, the mind has a powerful way of attracting things that are in harmony with it, good or bad. What does that mean? It means what you think about, you talk about, you act about, you will bring about. It's not always in your time frame. It's not always in your time frame. Those of you with faith know what I'm talking about. You know, you want this, you want this, you want this, you wrote it down, you, 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 you put it on your goal board, you, 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 you talked about it, you thought about it, you acted on it, and it didn't happen. And those of you with faith said, okay, my creator must have a much better plan for me and a month, a year, two years, 10 years later, something 20 times better happened. Think about it. It's a funny thing about life, but once you begin to take note of the things you are grateful for, you begin to lose sight of the things that you lack. It's very interesting. When I'm coaching a doctor and she or he has, a, 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 say, a million and a half uh, to two and a half and beyond clinic, you wouldn't have to see their stats to know that by talking to them. Their positivity, their questions, their thoughts, their answers all are leading someplace. Think about it. Think about it. What would it be like if all you focused on was your goals and the things you were grateful for? Well, I'll tell you, you'll lose sight of the things you don't have and the things you lack. You might say, oh, come on. Honest, you know, for years I've told the fireplace story. Some of us, well, I'm not even going to put myself in that group anymore, but some of you, yeah, I was there once. Some of us look at the fireplace and say, give me heat. And when you give me heat, I'll put logs on you and light you. And you say, that's ridiculous, Baker. That can't happen. I know. That's exactly like life. See, that your mind is a flexible mirror. Adjust it adjust it to see a better world. If you get in the car, if I get in the car after my 16-year-old daughter who's 5'8", the mirror and the seat and the mirrors are not adjusted right. If I drive like that, it could be dangerous. 
So the first thing I do when I finally pry myself into the car after she's driven it is I adjust the seat, then the rear view mirror, then the side mirrors, then I drive. Adjust your mirror and you'll see a much, your mirror of the world, you'll see a much better world, see? As long as we're, as long as we're in cars, let's think about this. Open the window of your mind. Allow the fresh air, new lights, and new th truths to enter, see? Don't be so focused on what you don't have. Don't be so focused on what you don't know. In fact, if you wanted a really interesting challenge, go 30 days without saying or thinking. Let me do it in order. Without thinking or saying these two statements. I don't know and I don't care. See, you might say, well, that's easy. Well, let me ask you this. If somebody's cooking you dinner and they say, would you like chicken or would you like pasta? And you very gently say, I don't care. Everything you cook is awesome. You just said, I don't care, which means you don't care. And you have to care because everything matters, everything counts, and everything affects everything else. You cannot ever say, I don't know, if you've got access to Google. You cannot ever say, I don't care because you really do care. And you know how I know you care? Because you're still listening to me right now. See, sometimes we have to soak ourselves in the tears and fears of the past to water our future gardens. Think about that. See, losing isn't fatal if you hop back up and it turn it into a lesson and don't keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. You know, when we talk about mindset, mindset whether you're a chiropractor a chiropractic assistant whether you're a walmart reader whether you're an astrophysicist whether you're an engineer at tesla's tesla whether you're an astronaut it just doesn't matter it's all about mindset here's an idea first of all when you think of rich people and we talk about today's called millionaire mindset you can be rich in many many ways when we say millionaire mindset we're talking about having at least a million dollars Cash readily available. That's what we're talking about. And I'll tell you the difference between people who have that and people who don't. And, and, I, and I got this uh, years ago, but I'll read it to you. Rich people believe I create my life. Poor people believe life happens to me. Example, rich person in one car, poor person in another. I bet one's in probably a Mercedes and one's in an old Ford pickup. And I drive a Ford pickup, but if you read the book, The Millionaire Next Door, you might know why. That being said, that was a little justification because I didn't want to slam anybody who drove a Ford pickup. But that being said, those two cars are going down the road and they're both crashed into by a semi. And, and the people are hurt, but they live. Think about it. I'll tell you, the rich person says, you know something? I bet I can help Mercedes make a safer car and they engineer the airbag set. Poor person says, poor me, I'm going to call Frank Azar the strong arm and see if I can get some money out of this. If this wouldn't have happened, my life wouldn't be so bad. And it's always the same sob story. Folks, if you tend to be a whiner more than a winner, just take the H out of it. Shake the H right out of whiner and pronounce it winner. It's so easy to do. Shake the H out of whiner, and now you're a winner. And you might be laughing, or you might have hung up, but if you laugh, enjoy the process, because that's all it takes. See, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. And when I don't win, 
I don't cry and throw a tantrum. I look around and say, huh, that's not like me. Huh, that's not like me. When I win, I act like I expect it. When I lose, I act like it's a gentle surprise, turn it into a lesson, and therefore I win. See? Rich people are committed to being rich. Poor people want to be rich. Think about the difference. I'm committed to my wife. And somebody else saying, well, I want to stay married to my wife. Wow, wow. See, rich people are committed to being rich. Poor people want to be rich. Rich people think big. Poor people think small. <laughs> and you might be going, well, that's... No, just stop. What could you do if you think small? Well, I just want to pay my rent. Well, don't you always just pay your rent? What if you just wanted to pay off your $2 million mortgage on your $5 million home? See, Rich people think big, poor people think small. I remember one time, Dr. Noli, my coach for 15 years, he said, what do you want to talk about today? And I said, I don't even want to talk about it. I just want to be richer. And he handed me a penny. He got in his car and he drove away. That was my lesson. I wasn't specific. I was a penny richer. I got exactly what I asked for and he drove away. You know, I used to pay this guy $5,000 a month to coach me. <laughs> and man, that was a million-dollar lesson, see? See? Rich people focus on opportunities. Poor people focus on obstacles. 1985, I graduate from the Palmer College of Chiropractic, Davenport, Iowa. I interview over 100 chiropractors. I interviewed over 100 chiropractors because I wanted to train with a master. I got hired by a master, Dr. Wayne Pack, Modesto, California. A master, not just of chiropractic, not just of business, but of life. And I said, you're the guy I want to work for. And he said, I have no interest in associates. I said, well, I'll just show up every day till you either get tired of me or you die, but I'm going to learn something. And I showed up every day, and about three weeks later, he says, you are not going away, are you? I said, no. And he goes, let me see your license. I go, well, I'm not licensed yet. I should be getting my license any day. And I did. And I passed everything in the high 85 and beyond percent, except for physical therapy, and I got a 74. You needed 75 to pass the boards. That extended my civilian status for six more months. See? I told Dr. Pack, I go, I failed you. He goes, dear Lord, what'd you do? I'm not even paying you and you're failing me. I go, I failed the boards. He showed me, he goes, you missed PT by one point. I said, well, I can make all sorts of excuses, but the bottom line, I missed it by a point. And I can tell you that at Palmer, they wouldn't teach physical therapy on campus. So I had to go off. I can whine about a lot of stuff, but I looked out and I said, Dr. Pack, I will work for you for free for the next six months if you'll allow me to work here. And we came to an agreement, and I worked for a little while, and pretty soon he's like, you're very valuable. And I'm thinking, yeah, here we go. You know, 1985, I'm like, I might get two, 2500 I might even get 2800 He says, I'm going to give you $800 a month. And I remember the shock on my face as my jaw hit the floor. And I said, hey, I just volunteered to do it for free. I'll do it. And next thing you know... We talked about the boards, and he said, you know, you can look across this river called getting your license, and you can see a whole bunch of stepping stones, or you can see a whole bunch of obstacles, you can see a whole bunch of alligators. He goes, if you want your license, 
You already know how to pass everything except for PT. Take PT again, pass it, and away you go. See? Think about it. Rich people focus on opportunities. Poor people focus on obstacles. Rich people admire other rich and successful people. Poor people resent rich and successful people. See, when I see somebody on TV, and, and I get it, you know, who just won, you know, $100 million to the lottery or hear about it, the first thing I say is, that is awesome. Good for them. I hope they do great things with it. See, rich people admire other rich and successful people. Poor people resent rich and successful people, which means they'll never become. This is a mindset, folks. You might be saying, where's the chiropractic? This is a life mindset. The millionaire mindset is about life. And then you can apply it to chiropractic or chiropractic assistant. Think about this. Rich people associate with positive, successful people. Poor people associate with negative, unsuccessful people. One of the easiest lessons we all learned as children was what? Hang around those bad kids, you'll become one of those bad kids. Listen to the excuses. Well, it's my dad. Well, it's my brother. Well, it's my neighbor. Hang around bad people, you'll end up being bad people. See? Rich people are willing to promote themselves and their value. Poor people think negatively about selling or promotion. See, when you think about as chiropractors and chiropractic assistant, you know, last uh, podcast two weeks ago, we talked all about referrals. And thank you so much for all your positive feedback. That was amazing. Uh, that was the most positive feedback I've ever received. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But think about it. Rich people are bigger than their problems. Poor people are smaller than their problems. Rich people are excellent receivers. Poor people are poor receivers. Rich people choose to get paid based on results. Poor people choose to get paid based on time. See? Time. CAs, I gotta tell you, I was blessed with some of the best CAs on the planet. Some of the best CAs on the planet. I think about Candace, I think about Megan, I think about Shannon who works at her office now, and I think about some of the best CAs in the world I've been blessed to work with. And we have a rule, we all each year serve more people, so we all each year work less hours, so we all each year make more money, so we all each year have more fun. And I remember when Candace was working three days a week and she looked at me and her and her incredible husband, Blake, and those two beautiful children. She said, Dr. B, I work three days a week. You know, I'm in my 20s. I work three days a week and I make more money than almost all my friends. I say, that is because, Candace, you are worth more money than almost all your friends put together. See, rich people think both. Poor people think either or. Example. Somebody once asked me, well, would you rather have this huge business or would you rather have a good marriage? Yes, I'd rather have both. No, no, if you could only have one. I choose not to only have one. Rich people think both. Poor people think either or. Rich people focus on their net worth. Poor people focus on their working income. Rich people manage their money well. Poor people mismanage their money well. See? Rich people have their money work hard for them. Poor people work hard for their money. Rich people act in spite of fear. Poor people let fear stop them. Rich people constantly learn and grow. Poor people think they already know it all. I want you to think about that for a moment. 
See, as I coach doctors and, and, and after 21 years of coaching chiropractors and, and other businesses through new beginnings, I, I can tell you this. I've seen guys and gals jump on board new beginnings in their 50s with 20 plus years of collecting, say, 30000 or less a month, burnout, toast, not having fun, or having fun but barely getting by, and they're tired of it. Jump on new beginnings and double, triple. I can tell you two doctors right now, and they know who they are. They're listening. One's in Phoenix, and one, one is in New York. And I can tell you, they jumped on and they doubled their practices within six months. They tripled them within a year. So don't you tell me you can't teach an old doc new tricks. See? It's simple arithmetic. Your income can grow only to the extent that you do. You have to be willing to grow. The only difference, and this is one of my absolute heroes, Robert Kiyosaki, he says the only difference between a rich person and a poor person, get ready, get your pens out. <laughs> the only difference between a rich person and a poor person is how they use their time. Robert Kiyosaki. You know, when I published my first book, I dedicated chapter 12 to Robert Kiyosaki. Um, I really should dedicate a lot more. I read his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and within 48 hours, I sold a waterfront home, or actually put it up for sale and sold it in a month, and invested and turned an amazing life into a phenomenal life. Because for the first time at, you know, age 39 or 40, I realized how to make my money work for me. Robert Kiyosaki, if you're out there, I sent you a signed copy of the first hardback I got. And I just want to thank you for all the blessings financially and, and, and emotionally you shared with my family. See, before you become before you can become a millionaire, folks, you must learn how to think like one. You must learn how to motivate yourself to counter fear with courage. Think about this just for a moment. And, and I know it sounds almost cliche, but if you're going to be, act as if. You might say, well, I'm not a millionaire. How would I know? Study millionaires. How do they carry themselves? Are their shoulders down? Are they staring at the ground? Do they look sad? Or are their shoulders back, chest out? chin held high? Are they dressed with fitted clothes or clothes that barely fit? See, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And make sure the person you're emulating is the person you want to become. See, when I see a guy who makes millions of dollars a month get in the end zone and act like he just saved the world, I would never want to act like that guy. When I see a guy who drops the ball and loses the game and throws a temper tantrum and, and, and does bad things, I would never want to be that guy. A lesson that Dr. Noli taught me years ago and actually Dr. Pack as well. When you win, act like you expected it. When you lose, act like it's a gentle surprise. Learn something and move on. Folks, I'll tell you something. If you listen to all those things about rich people, poor people, and I'm not just talking about money, I'm talking about spirit, I'm talking about everything relationships. I'll just tell you, but today is called millionaire mindset. So if we talk about money, I'll tell you, the people that have the most give the most. The people that have the least complain the most. Think about it. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Think about it. If you're a complainer, what could you do right now? You could just make a goal. I will not complain for 30 days. Well, that's a big goal. 
Maybe I will not complain for one day. See, one becomes two, two becomes four, four becomes more. Think about it. If I say 30 days to you and you think that's impossible, well, then just do it for a day. And at the end of the day, celebrate, not like you just solved the COVID crisis, but celebrate like you just did what you expected. Life doesn't really give you what you bust your ass for. It really doesn't even give you what you focused on. Life gives you exactly what you expect. That's why I thought today, instead of talking about uh, diagnosis, differential diagnosis, performing tests, doing that, I thought we'd talk about the millionaire mindset. Think about this. When you go to a doctor and she or he stands tall and proud, they connect with you. They sit down and they listen to you. They direct you. Isn't that a millionaire mindset? What if you go to a doctor and they're a little slouched over and they don't have a uniform on and they're uh, like whimsical and, hey, I don't know, you could do this, you could do that. You could have a bruise, you could have cancer. I don't know. That's not a millionaire mindset and it's not a doctor I would want taking care of me. I believe by this point into the podcast, there's a very good chance that some of the best of the best of the best of the best are still listening. And I'll tell you why. Because the best always want to get better. The best always want to get better. The bottom always wants to complain. See? All riches have their origin in mind. Wealth is in ideas, not money. See? Here's a, here's a question, and this is, I think, Suze Orman, if I think right. What's keeping you from being rich? First of all, I hate the question because now you're going to focus on why you're not rich. But listen to the rest because it's really, I think it's genius. In most cases, it's simply a lack of belief. In order to become rich, you must believe you can do it and you must take actions necessary to achieve your goal. What you think about, you talk about, you act about, you will bring about. But it'll come so much quicker as if you, if you act as if you're already there now. See, in closing today, I think about a quote from Brian Tracy, and he said this. He said a lot of great things. But one thing I remember him saying is, today the greatest single source of, source of wealth, get ready, write it down. Today, the greatest single source of wealth, source of wealth is between your ears, folks. You got everything you need to do everything you ever dreamed of and so, so, so much more. You must keep asking. You must keep searching. You must keep knocking. And eventually the door will be open. And it'll happen so much quicker with a millionaire mindset than with a woe is me mindset. Let's have a millionaire mindset. Walk like a millionaire. Talk like a millionaire. And by the way, if you read the book, The Millionaire Next Door, you will see that the millionaire next door is not obviously a millionaire to anybody except for his or her accountant. And they drive a white Ford pickup. Next time you see a white Ford pickup, and especially if you're driving one, I hope you have a little smile on your face. Because that's exactly what the millionaire mindset is. It's a smile on your face. It's warmth in your heart. It's positivity in your words. It's love all around you that you share all, all, all around you. See? See? Keep asking, keep searching, and keep knocking. I hope this helps you in amazing ways. God bless. Baker out.
Thank you for listening to the New Beginnings podcast. To learn more about New Beginnings and our three levels of coaching, head to our website at chiropracticlifecoaching.com. While you're there, be sure to grab our free PDF titled Directional Communication, where we'll give you simple step-by-step instructions that you can implement this week in your office to improve your doctor-patient communication so your patients will get the message and gladly pay for care. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Get ready to serve more people, work less hours, make more money, and have more fun.